Thank y'all for tuning in. Today we got an amazing one with my man, Steel Gomer. Steel is an amazing human being, but an even better leader. And that's what we're going to be touching on today. Whether if it's life or business, Steel is the real deal. Uh, I really loved interviewing him. Great fucking dude. I've got my story, you got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. Time to walk through hell's kitchen. I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left, the winner's paradigm. The winner's paradigm. The winner's paradigm. If you haven't, leave a five-star rating and review. Let everybody know how great this podcast is, how it helped you. Second thing, click the show notes. That's how you're going to go to my Instagram profile. You can download the five easy steps to recalibrate your mindset. And third thing, join our Facebook group if you really want to fucking win and level up your mind. Steel, thank you so much for coming on the Winner's Paradigm podcast, brother. I've been following you for a little bit and interacting with you on Instagram, and I love what you're doing. Uh, so I felt like it'd be perfect, you know, to have your story on here. Come on here, man. I'm a big fan of you, brother. You're an amazing dude. So before I get ahead of myself, uh, would you mind giving me a nice a brief intro, who you are, what you're passionate about today, brother? Yeah, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. really means a lot. Uh, likewise, I've been keeping up with you. Uh, See, you're killing the game. Does not surprise me whatsoever. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, my name's Steele. Uh, I live in the Columbus, Ohio area. So I know your boy Kyle. We're kind of uh, close. We're in the same state, right? But uh, I am a production manager at Sir Pro. Our ownership owns 13 franchises here throughout Ohio. Um, I have a team of about 20 people under under me. And uh, I run the fire division. So all the fire jobs we have, cleaning jobs, et cetera, um, our team takes care of. Um, have our own warehouse here, 15,000 square feet. Uh, and then on top of that, man, I, I'm really into the personal development uh, side of things. So that takes up a lot of my time as well as being a, a new father of a, a four month old. So it's, uh, it's a great time. That's for sure. Absolutely, brother. And before we let, we'll talk about business and then we'll talk about the family as well. Uh, but I think that that's what's amazing about you as well, brother, is you have a lot going on. You mentioned it, the self-development first. So let's start there. So for you, how important is it, uh, especially being in a leadership position, having people under you to stay consistent with your own self-development first? Yeah, so I always like to say you can't lead others if you can't lead yourself, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if you don't have your life together, how do you expect the people that are working with and for you to to do the same? Um, and it's kind of life experience, right? I've had I've had managers, bosses in the in the past that I look at them, I'm like, why am I listening to this person? They they can't even take care of themselves. They show up late. You know, they can't keep promises to themselves, let alone their team. And I've kind of taken that to heart and, um, you know, in every aspect of my life. Um, and that goes to family as well. You know, I obviously want to lead the family in, in the same matter there. Um, 
So I just think it's very important to take care of yourself, keep the promises that you make to yourself, discipline, um, and and go from there. I mean, I I know I wouldn't want to be working for someone that can't take care of themselves, essentially. Brother, I love that so much. And uh, it's a sad truth. It, it's not something that, you know, we, we say to say in – it's funny is because I think about it as men, you know, and just how we're wired. And uh, I come from the sales industry and I had a sales manager who was uh, a big dude, overweight guy and a uh, very cool dude, very soft spoken in that. But it was just like every single time we're in the room with him, he didn't get the respect he deserved. And number two, it was like, oh, they made him a manager. It's because he wasn't good. And I was just like. Damn, you know, so it's like the fact is, it's like people would say that, you know, and then man started losing weight and then people started gaining respect from him uh, was, hey, this man's putting in work. But the sad truth was, is like it didn't matter how good he was. He didn't have the results to replicate. And that was something I realized from my life as well, uh, especially when it went into the leadership part, you know, of uh, I was my own boss in the Marine Corps and I was in charge with uh, 200 people and running operations and training department. And I thought, you know, translating that to the civilian sector, uh, oh, yeah, this is going to work. And my own leadership took a hit because it was just that pride coming in the way of, hey, I got to reestablish myself. And then even working at other places, getting into other leadership positions before I started my own business. And it was really the reoccurring theme is like self-development's huge. So I love that you said that because if you're not evolving, you're dying. And ultimately it's like, we have so many hats that we need to do. We have so many people that we need to take care of uh, that it makes a hundred percent sense. You know, if we're not all in, we're not invested on ourselves, how could we do it to anybody else? So for you, brother, you have a lot going on how do you prioritize, number one? And two, how do you show up fully present within all those moments? Yeah, so I'm sure a lot of people listening to this have heard of Andy Frisella, um, and maybe a lot of you keep up with him, but he he has what he calls the power list, right? Normally about three to five things you write down on a daily basis that you need or, you know, it's your top priority, essentially. And I've kind of taken that and uh, and ran with that. I have... You know, sometimes it's three, sometimes it's up to seven or 10 things that need to get done in that day. That's not just professionally, that's personally and, you know, relationship wise, family, et cetera. Um, but I stick with it, man. Uh, it all started with 75 hard for me. Ever since then, the discipline in my life has gone uh, haywire, man. Like I, I thought I was a disciplined person before, but after I uh, started and finished 75 hard, it's just gone exponentially higher in regards to how my life is and, and discipline. Um, so I make sure no matter what, if it's, if it's 11 o'clock at night and I haven't checked off all those boxes, it's getting done. But thankfully with my discipline, I don't let that happen to where it's 11 o'clock at night and I haven't done it. It gets done. Um, the rest, once I get that checked off the list, I, I you know, go farther, get far, other things done, make sure everything's right with my team, family, et cetera. But that's kind of what I, I stick with as a power list um, and, and just make sure every single day, every box has been checked off. I, I love that so much, brother. And that's that's really where I'm at, too, um, is when Andy's talking about it. And he says, like, the power five or power three, you know. And for me, uh, I did it to the three every single day. Um, I changed. And I know some people get upset with me is I don't say the I get to anymore. I just say I do. So even if it doesn't make grammatically sense, I train myself to think a certain way to 
I do workouts daily. I uh, do the work to show up and be fully present with the family. I do take care of my body every single day. And it's like those three things in conjunction is like a uh, perfect example. You said, you know, you don't go to sleep until those things get done. So yesterday uh, wanted to get a workout in in the morning. The little ones aren't feeling good. They wanted to cuddle all morning. And that's what it was, you know. So it was funny. It's like old me would have been like, oh, I can't fucking work. I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm upset and I'm stirred up in all these emotions versus being like, hey, you know, this is only going to happen once. You know, they're only going to be this age one time. Uh, two, when we're sick, we like to be coddled as much as we want to be tough guys or whatever. It feels nice, you know? So uh, that was my morning yesterday. And it was funny because uh, I didn't go to the gym and I was going to do legs. And then like an idea hit me. And I was like, well, I've been doing kettlebells. And uh, that was something that got my mobility back after not being able to squat for five years um, and just really having limitations and believing into that. So yesterday, literally, it was like 830 at night and uh, nine. I started finishing my workout and I started doing just kettlebells. I'm doing like 100 deadlifts, 100 squats. And it was funny because I went from, you know, exactly what you're talking about of, oh, I can't get this done. Oh, here's the excuses. I could easily quit to building that. And I think that's the amazing thing about 75 hard is uh, when you do something like that, you get to be able to see, hey, it's all these things. You know, it's a mindset. It's a discipline thing uh, for you, brother. You're very disciplined in your practice. You mentioned it with the 75 hard, with being um, a leader, with leading your family as well. So for you, when it comes to the discipline factor, brother, how important is it for you to teach your own people, hey, when you stick to the regimen, you stick to the plan, this is how life can change for you? Yeah, uh, it's very important. And, um, you know, especially nowadays, it's very hard to find find people to not only follow that, but agree with you and actually implement it. Um, I, I am lucky. My team is, is awesome here. And um, I, I, at least weekly, I have the discussions about personally, right? Obviously, I want them to show up here. But if they're not um, taking care of their personal lives, they're not going to show up 100% here at work. Um, so, I, you know, I, I make sure that I explain how I do things. I know not everyone's going to agree with it or do it the exact same way, but I, I'm straight up honest with my team. Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. You might not agree with it, but it's helped me and hopefully it helps you. Um, and I, I even share videos. I have a mentor, Ben Newman. Uh, I'm in his Uncommon Live group, and we do awesome. three to four live calls, right? And he does he does videos, sends out a Monday ignition every Monday. He tells us, hey, send it to your team. If you have a team, send it to your team. That's what I do. It's a five-minute video and just kind of gets you fired up for the week, but also he instills, you know, the importance of discipline and kind of the things we've already uh, mentioned here. And just stuff like that. I just share what I'm learning from my mentors. I share with them. You know, it's it's um, free mentorship for them, not only from myself, but from my mentor. So that's kind of how um, I, I get my team on board with that. Like I said, you're not going to get everyone 100 percent on board all the time, but my team's great. Um, and, and I do think they enjoy it. It's, it's different. I'm sure not that many, uh, managers or owners do that. No, that, that is awesome, brother. And, and, uh, I think the better point that you're making right here is right now, there's a lot of do as I say, not do as I do, and you're doing it and then showing it, whether if it's, Hey, watch this video 
and it's five minutes and then your guys are like oh i don't want to come on board i don't want to watch no stupid woo woo video and then <laughs> you're over here talking and they're like man what is, what is steel doing like why does he come with this different energy you know what what's working for him that's not working for me uh and i love that you know because a lot of people don't see it until that compound effect and uh i literally just talked about this on my story and then i had a podcast interview this morning and it was that same concept you know of when you do the work everybody around you gains from it you know when you suffer a little bit everybody gains from it because they're gonna see oh shoot you know what is still doing that's making him be better you know he's a present father present husband uh he talks about uh showing up number one in being the best you can be here but doing it within your personal life like you said because there's a lot of leaders that are like oh handle that at your own time and you're like how can i handle this in my own time if it's bothering me right now so I love that you mentioned that brother because that's something that people don't do especially when it comes to leadership is like so many leaders want to talk but they don't want to back it up with those results and then they get upset as hey why isn't my team buying into my process and what they really realize is like it was their foundation from the beginning that they didn't lead their guys in the right direction yeah yeah you're absolutely right it's it's um like you said every people are going to be watching you whether whether you know it or not and you got to be able to take those actions. You got to back up what you're saying. And people aren't stupid. If you're sitting there asking them to do something or telling them to do something and they don't see you doing that or, or taking those actions you're asking of them, they're not going to do it. I wouldn't. Well, you know, like uh, I, nowadays, yes, I would. But, back, you know, thinking about back in the day, my, my mentality, um, I'm not going to do something if if my leaders ask me to do it and they don't do it themselves, you know, if someone's telling me to take care of my body, but they're 300 pounds, I'm not going to listen to them. You know, like what? It's uh, kind of the 100%. same thing and it relates in every aspect of, of life, essentially. I, I love that. And you mentioned every aspect of life. I've known that as uh, a father and a husband as well. It's like, if we can't stick to our word, if we can't do the hard things, like our kids aren't going to believe it. Our spouse isn't going to believe it. Uh, and that's something I just learned, you know, I did a 10 day fast and like I literally asked my wife after I got done with the fast, Hey, did you think I would do it? She's like, honestly, no. And I'm like, what do you mean? No. Well, you've never challenged yourself with something like this. And, uh, I, I didn't know if you're going to back out of it. And I'm like, well, that's good insight. You know, like in my head, I was never going to quit, but it was funny because it's like, even the people around you, you're going to amaze with the way that you come to life with how present you are with the mindset that's changing to where uh, I used to be a complete asshole about it and be like, like I said, oh, I need to do this versus like I get to, I do this and just show up differently with a different energy. So for you, brother, we're talking presence now with the family, with the four month old and really making sure that you're the best uh, father, husband, you can be first before anything else. What do you do that keeps you locked in? And number two, uh, how are you able to stay so consistent at doing that even in those tough times, like we said? Yeah. Um, so I, I make sure I'm a hundred percent present no matter where I'm at. Right. So if I'm at home, I'm present with my wife, with my kids, friends, whatever it is. If I'm at work, I'm a hundred percent focused on, on the task at hand. If I'm working out, I'm a hundred percent there working out, not worried about everything else that's going on in life. So I, I just stay present. Um, I, I try not jumping on my phone as hard as it is nowadays, especially with how much business and stuff comes through that phone. Um, I, I really try putting it to the side, really enjoying my four month old daughter growing up, 
um, you know, having those important discussions with my wife. I, I just try staying present in every situation I'm in, especially with family. When I, when I get home from the day, hey, put everything else aside. Let's focus on this for the couple hours I have until we go to bed. And, and that kind of works best for me. Um, I do, like I said, I'll catch myself picking up my phone just like everyone else. But I'm, every time I pick it up, now my mind clicks and it's like, all right, put that thing back down. It can wait. So um, just staying consistent with that, staying disciplined with it. It's probably one of the hardest things, to be honest with you. It's easy for me to wake up every morning to work out now. Um, you know, it's easy for me to come to work with the right mindset. This damn phone, it's its the hardest thing to, to stay away from, um, you know, especially when you're just sitting around, whether you're watching TV, eating dinner with the family. That's probably the hardest thing <laughs> for me right now is as silly, silly as that sounds. So it's a work in progress, but that's uh, been working for me. I love that, brother. And uh, thank you for sharing that. Because that's something I'm going through right now, too, uh, to her in the wife's home. Uh, she's been getting home early, depending what day. And uh, I noticed, like, I have hours. And sometimes it's, hey, she's on her phone a little bit. I can go on my phone. But to cut it off or to put the phone down and have that meaningful conversation. Uh, and that's one thing that we learned was, like, at dinner time, phones don't come out. Unless it's an emergency. Uh, we made a new rule where it's, like, don't even put your phone on the table because it's going to be a distraction. And that's me. You know, it's like, oh, let me take a picture. Let me do this. And then I take a picture and then my ADHD kicks in. And then I'm over here talking about something else and Googling shit. And then all of a sudden I'm down a different loophole, you know, so not even putting the phone there makes it better for me. So I love that you said that because uh, people don't think about it, of the use that we have. And you also mentioned, you know, having your physical fitness dialed in to where you're like, oh, that's just something I do. I work out so I feel good and I show up to work. So for you, brother, what's working when it comes to the physical fitness and nutrition aspect uh, that allows you to continually just have that compounding effect day after day? Yeah, so I've always been, you know, I've been into sports growing up my whole life, so I've always been physically active. Um, when I was done with football in college, I, I stuck with the workout resume. Granted, then that might be three to four days a week, right, um, in, in, in some way, but I want to say it again. Once I did 75 hard last year, I started January 1st last year. Ever since I, I've done that uh, physically wise, um, you know, I need it for my mentality. I, I, I realize that because the days the days I wouldn't work out, I just wasn't there 100 percent. I could tell the difference. You know, driving to work, I'd be like, man, I should have worked out this morning. Ever since last year, January 1st, I haven't missed a day of doing something physically active, whether it's cardio, working out, weights, whatever. Um, I, I just, I have to do it or else I'm not there 100%. And I love that now. Like, it's, it's just part of my life. If I don't do it, I'm not the same person. I'm, I'm just not. And the same with nutrition, obviously. Nutrition is even more important than that physically, than being physically active. And, and I've realized, you know, when I'd eat like shit, I felt like shit, you know, when I, when I fuel my body with the right things, there's no stopping me, you know, and that, that's my mentality, fuel the body, fuel the mind, then you're unstoppable. Oh, again, brother, you hit it with those amazing pain points. Uh, I realized the same thing, you know, I, I failed 75 hard, um, cause I can't drink the gallon of water. So working on that, I got bladder issues from the military, but, uh, I thought that that was gone. So I'm over here drinking, pounding the water. And then I'm like, 
fuck, dude, now I'm running into this bigger issue of I'm fine when I'm home, but if I go outside of home, bad deal, you know? So it was funny because like the workouts was easy for me. I could do the workouts twice a day. Uh, I didn't know the second part and I was actually on when somebody was like, yeah, one of the workouts you can do is stretching. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, because uh, for me, I got all these physical injuries. That's why I used to make excuses about it. And it's funny because you mentioned that like mentally, you're not the same if you don't work out every day. I'm the same way, brother. Like if I'm not up early every day, I'm not doing some push-ups or uh, push-ups before I do a podcast interview or burpees before I do the podcast interview with you. I'm not the same person. Like it's just completely different energy. I'm like, mowing through life just like eh whatever uh i feel like i'm more going on my phone or just not coming with that same energy especially when i'm talking to clients like i'm just like man whatever versus normally i'm like hey bro like you either want the results and you want to be focused on who you admire or we don't want that i'm like hey you choose what you want you know and it's like the energy levels and then two uh and then i bet you can attest to it like the more consistent you are Everybody notices that about you. Hey, did you get your workout in today? So for me, I was the drinker. And then going around family, it's the, hey, did you get your workout in today? Oh, yeah, I was up at three. Damn, you're up at three getting a workout in? How do you do it? And you're like, well, I just do it. And and then people uh, commenting on my stuff, like, you're, you're saying you barely sleep four or five hours, three hours. I'm like, hey, sometimes it's like that. Like, you'll figure it out, too. Uh, I bet you can attest to it, too, is like, you have a four-month-old. You're not getting a lot of sleep every single night unless you're like, hey, wife, you're taking care of the daughter and I'm going to get some sleep. You know, it's like it doesn't work that way. So that's why I admire uh, parents more, especially with little ones, because it's like you get the not sleeping and still being able to figure it out, getting the work done, getting the workouts in, even though you're like, man, I could easily complain about this issue and make it a big deal. Like people who don't have kids and then they're saying, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, it's so difficult. And you're like, man, we have all these obstacles uh, and we still show up as that best version of ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if you're not 100 percent not showing up for, for your family, uh, friends, daughter, wife, team out there, um, you know, your, your life isn't isn't the best it can be. And um, I know I'm striving to be the best I can be every single day. And if I don't show up 100% in every aspect of my life, like you said earlier, if you're not growing, you're dying. And, and that's how I look at it. If I'm not there 100% in every, every aspect of my life, then I'm dying. I'm, I'm not getting better. And uh, that's kind of the journey I'm on is, you know, striving to be your best self. It's a never ending journey. Just because you had a good day yesterday doesn't mean you can take the next day off. Um, you, you know, strive to get better every single day or, or you're not living, you're just not, you're not living a good life. I should say, man, I love that again. You know, and that was something I, I posted last week was it was my birthday and then the wife's birthday. And, uh, I was talking about just cause it's your birthday. doesn't mean you skip a workout. doesn't mean you skip your nutrition. And it was like, yeah, you know, I ate clean two meals and then I had the one meal of, uh, I had some chicken wings, you know, and I was like, all right, you know, that was good. I deserved it. I felt like shit after. So I made sure I did some push-ups and uh, got moving a little bit. And then the next day hit it harder and made sure that I made up for that of eating that stuff. So it was funny because I was posting that and people were like, you still keep going. I'm like, yeah, you, every day you can do a little bit of something, even the days you don't want to, um, you know, feeling terrible, not feeling well, you still got to get your work in and then show up as that best version of yourself. And two, it's like, you're not going to just go through the workout and then not feel good after you're going to feel a little bit better. If not, you know, then we could talk about what workouts are 
fixing something that's more on your level, you know? So I love that you said that brother, cause it's uh, something people don't think about, especially, you know, when we look at the overall scheme of things and uh, it's why we kind of get back into those, you know, mental loop, those uh, limiting beliefs and so forth. So I'll wrap it up with the last question here, brother. What would you say to the previous version of ourself? We don't know where to start. We just want to align ourselves with our definition of success. Man, I always just, I, I tell my team this all the time, uh, start taking action. You know, everyone wants something in their life. You look at someone and say, I wish I was them or it must be nice. I hate that phrase. That's the worst thing I hate hearing is must be nice. And I used to be those people. I'm one of those people, you know, see that nice car, see the nice house, man, must be nice. Not going to be me. You know, I don't have that kind of job or, you know, they grew up with that money. Um, to to my old self, I just wish I would have taken action earlier. Um, you know, you you live and you live and you learn. But I always think now, like, what could have been if I started this journey five years ago? Where would I be right now? Um, so don't wait until tomorrow. Don't wait for a stupid New Year's resolution. Start today. Don't wait till twenty twenty five. Don't wait until you know when. In April, I'm going to get ready for that vacation I have in June. No, start right now. Whatever your goals are, they're, they're just getting farther away. The more you put them off, the farther those goals are away. And, you know, you might not reach any of those goals the farther you push them out. If, if you start right now, most likely you're going to get anything you want. And uh, I, I wish I would have had that mentality years ago because who knows where, where I'd be right now. I, I love that, brother. And that's something that I'm realizing lately uh, is that's been my thing, you know, the past two years is taking massive action. But when you meet somebody who's who's mentally on that same wavelength you are now, where they're younger than you, and you're like, man, like I met this guy who's like 21, just locked and loaded, shredded, uh, works out every day, nutrition's on point, doesn't party. And I'm like, if that was me back then, I'd be a lot further, but I needed to take a little more time and uh, develop before I could be there. So it's like we come with a different energy and we're laughing and we're being good friends with that person. But you're like, man, you see yourself because you're like, wow, uh, they got it young. We could have done it then. But anyway, we're taking action. We're doing what we need to do. Uh, and that's another thing that irritates me with people is, oh, I can I can start working out Monday. I can do this then. And it's like, man, I've done the same thing, but there is no tomorrow. And two, it's like, if that's the way you want to live, you can't be upset with the results you have or with the everything that comes back with it, especially how you're saying the must be nice, like people saying those things or whatever, uh, you literally have to change that for yourself. It's like, I had to change the the way I thought about people who came for money because I would see the people who are ungrateful and think that's the whole, all the people versus the ones who, you know, had the handouts, but they got the help that they needed and they became successful. And that's what their parents ultimately wanted to do for them. So when I was thinking about it for like, hey, what am I going to do for my kids? It was the same thing that came up it was like, well, your kids are going to be those kids. People are calling out because they got the help that you wish you had. And it's like, well, isn't that the goal? Like, why are we calling those people out if they're squared away? If they're not squared away, that's an issue. We, we can talk that. But it's like if we're talking about giving the same thing, then why are we holding on to old limiting beliefs as that? Yeah. And this is we're recording this on January 11th, right? How, how many people have already uh, thrown their New Year's resolution in the trash? I guarantee it's over 50%. And then when it comes into February, you're probably at 80, 90% people are like, oh, you know, maybe next year, uh, or it's just not for me. And 
I, I, I hate New Year's resolutions. Even though I started 75 hard on January 1st last year, that wasn't a New Year's resolution. That was just, I, I decided to take action, right? Didn't call it a New Year's resolution because 5% of people, if that, I bet, obviously I don't know this, I'm just guessing, but I, I guarantee it, 5% of people stick to that New Year's resolution. Everyone else by now, halfway through the month, has already thrown that in the trash. And um, But it's a perfect time of year even if you did go off track, right? Even if you did miss a day or whatever goal it was you missed, start back up right now. Whenever you're listening to this or watching this, start back up right now. Don't wait until next year. Take action. You won't regret it. I, I promise you, you won't regret taking action. It might be hard at first, but I tell you what, it gets easier in regards to and to some of the things. Life is never going to be easy, but, but the actions that um, or the places you want to be, the actions get easier as, as you go, as you, as you build momentum, momentum is a real thing. It's not just something in sports. It, I I'm telling you what life momentum is a real thing. Uh, if you don't believe me, start taking action today and see where you're at next month. I, I love that you said that. Cause that's something people don't understand. And uh, I used to be the same way. I hated new year's resolutions, but I got, I got challenged. Uh, so I said that and I was like, I want all these New Year's resolution people to be out the gym already because I'm tired of it being packed. And one of my friends said, hey, how are you going to be a leader and teach people on mindset yet bash on them for trying? And I'm like, all right, you know, and then it hit me as last year I, I put a New Year's resolution on purpose and I was like, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. Uh, got 95% to there. Reason why is the last the six pack didn't pop in because uh, I changed the goal at the end of the year was, hey, either get a six pack or get a Taylor Swift tattoo. And then, uh, cause I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift. So it's funny there, but, um, I was going to stick to that and I would have had that goal. But then at the end, here goes my thoughts. Hey, let's do something harder. I love to eat. Why don't we go 10 days without eating? And it went into that. And it was like, well, when I looked at it, it's like, yeah, I failed because I didn't get in the best shape of my life, but I didn't intentionally because I understood that this was going to make me a better man, a better husband than sticking to that goal which honestly, uh, now that I can have humility and I'm getting this tattoo, like it is what it is. I'm laughing about it because I chose my own poison. I could have easily done it. I could easily been over the ego and so forth. But I was like, I needed to teach myself a better lesson. And two, to prove, you know, if you do have that New Year's resolution, if you make it a lifestyle change, a daily change, like you said, it's that compounding interest. It's that wins that come with that momentum. So I really appreciate you, brother. I know I'd definitely love to have you on for a second time in the future. Where could people find you, man, if they want to keep up with you? Yeah, uh, mostly Instagram. Uh, just Steel Gomer, my name. Um, I, I'm pretty active on there now. Uh, but that, to be honest with you, that's about the only place I'm at. And that does help me stay off my phone a little more, like the conversation a little bit ago. But uh, Instagram, definitely the best way. Um you know, that's how you and I met, obviously. And yes, and once again, man, I, I would love to be on here a second time. Uh, appreciate the conversation. Appreciate you having me on. And I know we'll stay connected. And it's yes, always sir. nice meeting and talking with like-minded people just because there's not a whole lot of it or a whole lot of us, you know. And hopefully anyone listening to this is on that journey. And uh, speaking for myself, reach out to me. Um, you know, I'm always happy to meet like-minded people and love, love the conversation. So thanks again. Um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully you'll have me on again.
Yes, sir. No, definitely we'll have you on in the future and we'll talk about progress then and anything new, brother. Uh, so thank you again, brother. It was an honor. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. I've got my story. You got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you want to win, you got to recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left. Mm-hmm. The 